Welcome back, it's Black Sports 980, I'm your host Laws, we in the building, we got the crew today, uh, this, is, this is a special edition right here, yeah, the Wizards have finally, like, like The Rock would say, the Wizards have finally <laughs> got rid of Randy Whitman. He's fired. Let's go, chat. But I'm not all the way completely satisfied because Ernie Grunfeld still has employment, and I don't know why. Nobody knows. I don't understand why Ernie Grunfeld continues to have employment with this team when he continues to... Destroy the franchise. Nobody knows. Destroy the franchise. So now the the reporters come out that the Wizards are now looking at different candidates to come in and refill, uh, fulfill the, the coaching vacancy with the Wizards. And the names that are coming out are infuriating me. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni. That's horrible. And, and word on the street is Scott Brooks right now is the number one leading candidate. For coaching the Wizards right now, you know Scott why? Brooks. So Aaron, Aaron alluded earlier when saying that the only way that that probably is if there's some back talks with KD on the back end and him coming to the Wizards. But I know that's just like that's like a uh, you know what I'm saying that's wishful thinking and everything like that because in reality we already know that Ernie Grenfell has no relationships with these players and. There's no back end talks with KD, and KD does not want to come to Washington. Come on down. The so, price is right. <laughs> why is Scott Brooks the number one candidate for the for for coaching the Wizards? Nobody knows. Not even just that. I, I'll throw another name at you, Jeff Hornacek. Nobody knows. Three. What why? do these people have in common? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Let's throw that out there. Because there's no reason to hire any of them other than the KD uh, relationship. That's what I was thinking. That's the first thing I thought of is the KD relationship. And, and the one Caucasian who you would think would be the first on the list, Thibodeau. I haven't heard his name. I haven't heard any of the, uh, the um, Spurs assistants, which are high candidates with other good teams or teams that are fine coaches. So Ernie don't know what the hell he's doing. And we've known that for about five years now. So I don't know why he's still making the decisions. Because even if he hires somebody and then he gets fired next year, we still have to live with the contract of whoever he hires and whatever players he ends up bringing in. So I just don't get it. Why he's not gone with Randy? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, we we all know um, that Ernie should be gone. I mean, we've all been saying that. Uh, I think I think we'll both or all of us will, you know, settle settle with Randy for now. And if Ernie come next year, fine. I mean, we we know how. The Wizards already don't want to make any changes, so for them to let go two of them in the same year, that probably was asking too much. If if we're being truthful with ourselves, so we'll take one now, and if we gotta take Ernie next year, then that's fine. My whole thing is, I don't. I'm not saying you all are wrong. Like I, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, these guys that you mentioned are the fits. But if we want to be fair. The, the players or the coaches that, that we're wanting to bring in aren't any more accomplished than the guys you just mentioned. If, if we're being, if, if all things are being equal. I mean, actually, Dan Tony's been the furthest of all the people you've named, and, and he's won a lot of games. He just didn't win championships. But like I said, neither did Mark Jackson, neither did Fibido. Like, neither one of them e- even got to 
Well, I think actually Thibodeau or Tibbs rather, um, he got to the they, when they in Rose's one year it seemed like where he was healthy. They did play the Heat. I think in the first year the Heat went to the finals, they played them in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I mean, other than that, it's not like the guys that we're clamoring for are extremely accomplished. Um, so but, uh, I will say that. Yeah, but the difference is to me, Scott Brooks inherited two of the top three or four or five players in the league. Like, when Mark Jackson ended up in Golden State, they weren't a great team, but look what they ended up doing. And then when you look at uh, what Thibodeau I mean, did with uh, Thibodeau, but, but, but just, to, just to go on that Brooks point, the, the, uh, Brooks advanced them every year. Like, it's not like they were good. He may have inherited their talent, but they, those guys put in the work. And, and also, if we want to be fair to Brooks, the last time both of those guys were healthy, they were in the Western Conference Finals. Um, like, the, the years following that, KD was obviously hurt, and then Russ was hurt. He never, you know, had both of them together after the last time they were both healthy. So, I mean, you know, obviously injuries are part of the game, but those are fact. I, I, to me, was more telling about Scott Brooks is that with a team with superstars, and if KD would have went into the GM's office and said, Young, if you fire Scott Brooks, then you can just call me. I'm out of here. Like, if he really was all about Scott Brooks, Scott Brooks was all that, he would still be coaching in OKC. OKC is not a big market like New York. It's not L.A. You know what I'm saying? It's a smaller market. And if the superstars there wanted you to be there, he would be there. So the fact that they just yeah. go ahead, they, they discarded him like that, to me, that's very alarming. They didn't just but discard I mean, him my thing is, like a, my a, thing a coach is, who wins championships. They discarded him for a college Bama to come in. Like, Yeah, but, but that, the thing about telling. it is, that's I don't telling. think... I, I mean, I hear you, but I don't think that, you know, KD really wanted to be involved with that considering he had one year left on his deal. So for and he doesn't know what he wants to do. So to be like, yeah, get Brooks out of here, get another coach when he could very well be gone at the end of this year. I don't think he I don't think he would have did that because he didn't honestly know whether he wanted to be there. I think if he truly known, knew that he wanted to be there he would have either done it that or he wouldn't have done that. But, I, I mean, I think it's kind of tough to say um, why why, would, why wouldn't he say, oh, I, I want Brooks to stay when, like I said, he doesn't know what he wants to do and he just this obviously is a free agent after this year. So I think that's what kind of uh, would have put him in a tough situation to kind of put his neck out on a limb when he doesn't know what he wants to do. Okay, that's fair enough, man. But I don't want to get the guns pointed at the wrong person. They need to be aimed at Ernie Grunfeld right now. The missiles need to be aimed at Ernie Grunfeld right now. Um, the fact that, you know, Ernie Grunfeld in 2009 gave away our first round pick for Mike Miller and Randy Ford. <laughs> when we could have got Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, Brandon Jennings, is it, I, the, Rue Holiday, Ty Lawson, Jeff Jeff T, come on, man. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, I, not every Ernie Grunfeld move was bad because I know he had a couple decent ones, but the Bama just keeps failing picking coaches. He keeps failing picking players. And, like, the Bama's had 10 years. 10 years. He's, like, one of the longest-standing GMs in the league. Actually, actually this is his 14th, Harold. This is 14th year coming up. Even worse. That's even worse than 10. <laughs> 
Yeah. Come on, man. Mercy. I thought I thought he was the uh oh, I guess he was the president of operations for the Wizards in, in two thousand three. So that's when he became the president of operations. Um but oh, come on, man. It's just ridiculous. And then you're gonna throw Randy Whitman under the bus? Like, for real, for real, you should be under the bus right now. Because <laughs> you hired Randy Whitman. So what the I just I don't get it, man. And the jump just infuriates me because I feel like nobody's calling for his job. Like nobody, like I. And, and I know this. I know this might sound a little different, but I, if it was somebody else, I'm not so sure that he would be getting these passes time and time after time after time after time after time after time. At the time, it's like he make a mess, then he get it, he clean it up. He make a mess, he clean it up. He make a mess, he clean it up. Like now he about to make a mess again. Still here, you know me. Don't be scared, ladies. I'm just in shape. <laughs> Don't get scared. I'm just in shape. This is what happens when I get in shape. I'm, re- I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see Ernie Grunfeld be done. Get him out of here. Yeah. Print, print up some t-shirts. Get Ernie out of here. I'm going to go to the game with that Joan on. <laughs> Good luck on that one, though. Well, I mean, how <laughs> how, how, how much longer does, does he get a pass? Does he get enough? Because, like you said, if you hire a new coach and then you decide you want to get rid of him, you still got to deal with the coach that he's hired this time and funneling them out. I mean, and I and I hear you, Jeff. You talking about like you know Scott Brooks and you know basically the resumes are cardboard and not even that much different. But I'm just talking about style of play. I'm talking about demeanor. I'm talking about like I'm just you know going off of what I've seen from them coaching other teams. To me, the only the only person that makes sense, given you had like somebody who's kind of been to some degree passive or a likes of Scotty Brooks. I think Randy Whitman and their demeanors and Scotty Brooks could be similar just from from watching them. Tom Thibodeau, to me, spells discipline and intensity and defense. And I saw him get a lot out of that Chicago Bulls team without their roles, without their superstar player. I seen emerging talent come out of that roster that, you know, you didn't see initially and, and players actually developed. So, you know, I want that for my team. I think these players have been just... Um, you know, doing what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? I think this, to some degree the culture has changed because they brought in different kind of players opposed to the knuckleheads. They got rid of the knuckleheads and they brought in some, you know, some young talent that had a better head on their shoulders than the previous uh, knuckleheads that was on the squad. But there's still a lot of discipline that's lacking on our team. There's still a lot of structure that's lacking on our team. And for me, if I'm looking at the coaches who bring that structure, I think Tom Thibodeau is the number one candidate for bringing structure. The fact that he's not even in conversation is is alarming to me. Like that jump just nah, I, you know you bad. know what I they would have came you know you know what I heard I heard that you know they still were gonna go after him and uh, Mark Jackson I believe um, but but uh, they they expect you know it to be heavy competition by uh, for those two. So it's almost like they don't expect to get them. So that's why you're not necessarily hearing their name. It's not that they don't want them. So that that's like the reports that I read. I mean, so that's to why me, you're that's getting the, the basically the second tier, the second. I mean, because let's face it, dog. Like we we're all Wizards fans, but is that the job that you're gonna go to if if you're Tibbs? If we're being honest with ourselves, 
Now, I mean, I'm the thing saying, is, though, obviously the Wizards should I, try to get him, but but why? You know. But why? But why? If I'm a if I'm a coach and I'm out here in a free agency and I'm looking at teams to even go into a situation with, like at least here you have two, uh, you know, premier talents and Bradley Bill and John Wall. Now, what they what their ceiling is that that's yet to be to be seen. But they're they're talents in the league. They're 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 all stars to some degree in the league and then you got a ton of cap space you got basically an empty roster where you can help fill and put places put pieces in place that you would want for your team and structure the team the way that you want like as a coach that's something I would want like if I can kind of like have a hand in bringing in I mean, players to help build a roster with two superstars on the team now I mean I we don't have two superstars we don't we don't have two superstars okay. man stop throwing okay, that but, word around <laughs> okay, well, all right, then they're not superstars, but they're better than what the Knicks got. They're better than no, the Lakers better than what the Lakers got. They're not. They're, they're better not better than, than with the. They're not better than with the T Wolves got, and that's probably where T Tibbs is gonna go or Mark Jackson. I could promise you that. Oh, 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 oh. With with with, ta- with Towns, with Towns, with Wiggins, with Levine, and Levine. You know, throw 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 Rubio in there if you want to, because he still hoops. You know, um, so I mean, with that roster, like ball, like. No, they just had a, a, um, a game not too long ago where they were the first trio in NBA history under, I think, or 20 or under, where all of them had over 20 points, talking about Levine, Wiggins, and Towns. Like, I'm, I'm, that's the job. That's my number one job. Like, but if, if, you're if we're West, being honest, huh? But is that, jo- is that job West, the vacancy right now? You're to be successful in Washington because you're going to make the playoffs by default. It's hard to not make the playoffs in the Heat. And then with the talent that the Wizards have, you're telling me that the Minnesota job is a better job? Absolutely. That's what I'm you telling you because the NBA is built. I'm tripping when the NBA is built on superstars. Like, name me. It's nobody on Washington that's getting us as currently constructed. That's jumping the Clevelands of the world. That's jumping, you know, that current Heat team as constructed. We're not just because we're making the playoffs. What does that mean? I don't care nothing about playoffs. When I look at the so, sheer so, so, talent so let me ask this Carl question. Anthony Towns and, and Andrew Wiggins. So are they, are, they, are they winning the chip? They're not winning no. the chip. They, the they, Wig- they, to, me, to me, to me, when I look at the talent, they have the be- the fastest chance around those three players, and then adding vets as long, and good as players long as around the West, them to get into the chip. As long they as they're in the West, the they don't have the fastest chance, though. They don't have the fastest chance. I mean, if, 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 if y'all say so, because people, if y'all say so, because nobody expected uh, Golden State to come out the way they did after after losing multiple a couple years in a row in the playoffs, and then now they've come like gangbusters the last two the two years. So it's all depend. The three of them, like I said, are all under twenty one years old. If nah, you're telling I, me that Jeff, the upside I, like, of them I, don't outweigh the upside of Wall, who's li- been in the league listen, seven years and listen, Bill, who's I, injured all the time. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not negating. I'm not. I'm not negating the upside. I'm not negating the upside. What I'm saying is, there's a difference between upside in the East and upside in the West. And so, if you have that upside in the West and you want to, you want to go with that and, and and play against the Spurs, the uh, the Golden State Warriors. Um, OKC, depending on if Durant stays or not, and uh, whoever else is is in the West, every every man battle, or you want to play against the Cavs in the East, because that's it. Man, that's all you got like, to beat. To me, to me, to me, man. Sometimes it seems like when you know people have these debates that people just always kind of want 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 the coaches or players or whatever to take the easy the easy way out. Tibbs could look at it like those guys have young talent. I'm a hell of a coach. I can get us, you know, with that talent 
to climb to the top of the West. He might not look at it and say, oh, I'm in the East, so, you know, uh, I can jump to the, I'll be in the playoffs right away. But that, like I said, that doesn't Min- mean you're winning the championship. Min- but Minnesota's not, even a, not even a coach, doesn't even have a coaching vacancy yet. You said what? They don't yeah, have I mean, a coaching vacancy that, yet. Yeah, he's an interim, though. He's also not, you know, after this, you know, after yesterday's game, I believe was their last game or earlier in the week or whatever. Um, you know, they just haven't renewed it, but there's no indication that Sam Mitchell's getting that job. Come on down. The price is right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I, I guess we will see. But I, I, I'm not even I'm not even saying that the Wizards will get Tom Thibodeau. I'm saying that you need to put your, put his name in a hat and you need to try to at least engage him and court him to being the coach of your team. Like, that's the least you can do. If you if you really know what you're doing, because just to be like, okay, well, forget it. We can't get these this guy or this guy and just X them out and then go after these secondary guys that, you know, in my opinion, just just aren't what the team needs. You know, they can coach the team, sure. But, I mean, Randy Whitman can coach I, the team. So I also, you know, I also no see, my thing is, too, I also think that Scotty Brooks gets a bad rap. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. defensively, Defensively, uh, the Thunder was were way better defensively under Scotty Brooks than they've been this year under uh, Billy Donovan. Especially once uh, Monty, uh, Maurice Cheeks and and Monty Williams missed time. And so, like I said, it, it's you know he had an unlucky situation as far as those last few years with injuries. I mean that's the way it shook out. But I mean, um, you know, it is what it is. No, I was gonna say the thing about the defense. The main thing about that defense is I don't think it's mainly the coach. I think it's uh, the way that uh, Wesley has been playing. Abaka, um, he has been he's been wanting to shoot three pointers and shoot jump shots. He hasn't been rebound like he used to. He doesn't defend like he used to. He's not the same player that he was when Scotty Brooks was there. Obviously, he's on the either on the downhill that's, or he that's has, defensive though. That oh, he Scotty Brooks can coach defense. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, like, he can coach defense, and they just so happen to have two of the uh, top offensive players as well. But they, no, they were they were a solid defensive team under Scotty Brooks. Yeah, I hear that. But Abaka's not the same player. He can't. But that, he, he so can't that's defend. but that speak but that speaks to uh, shouldn't that speak to Scotty Brooks that he's not the same player under Donovan? When I say he's like, not the same player, I'm talking about athletically. Athletically, he's not the same player. That's what I mean. Like his his skills are deteriorating. I, mean, I see. Not, I, not, I, not I mean, I mean, I'm not. See, I can't stamp that. It's. But you it, 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 you, so you defend. wouldn't say you wouldn't say you wouldn't say it's a one-two or a coaching aspect that he just stands out there and shoots jumpers, like that the coach can't be like, no, yo, that, like yes, that part yes. But I'm talking about in terms of just watching Sirs like one-on-one, like defending. He's not the same. He doesn't have the same impact. Just defending one-on-one is is almost like it's not there anymore. He's losing his his athleticism. You know what I'm saying? It's not what it was early on that's what i'm saying i i understand that part yeah him shooting jump shots and shooting threes and 17 footers yeah that's coaching but when he's defending somebody straight up and i look at him and he can't defend that person i'm like what happened to surge what happened to the guy that on the back side would just you know throw your shot like this guy he's not the same player anymore in terms of defensive you know I'm trash. and you know I know they're probably kicking themselves now for letting go hard and i know hindsight is 2020 but good grief they would have had the Top That's under Scotty Brooks' watch. 
And then another yes. thing, that's not the only thing. Like, I watched Scott Brooks make bonehead substitution patterns and stuff like that. A lot of the same reasons I don't like Randy Whitman. It's not like it was just the injuries that caused people to want Scotty Brooks out of it. It was other factors as far as a lot of his X's and O's and a lot of his substitution patterns that caused people to be like, what is wrong with this family? He doesn't know what he's doing. Even Russell Westbrook would say he didn't know what he was doing. And Russell Westbrook was bogarting him and running him. Like, he couldn't control them Bamas. And now, I, I well, you could argue that nobody can control that Bama, which is probably <laughs> true. But, 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 but you think, like, the... He come over here, young, and it, and it's granted superstars gonna run a league, but there had to be somebody you can at least had a command of respect to the players. And I don't know if Scotty Brooks, Brooks comes in and commands the respect of the players. I mean, I, of course, you know everybody trying to make a good impression when somebody first gets there, but at the first sign of like this Batman don't know what he's doing, then you know what I'm saying. John Wall gonna be back to shooting threes at the top of the key, like he always do. So, you know, I, I that's, listen. I just want them. I want them to do a thorough process, and I don't want them to like x nobody out because they think they can't get them. That's like me going out when I was single out here in the streets and looking at the baddest youngin in the spot and like, slow down, son, slow I can't down. even get her, dog. I can't get her. Hey, so I'm. I just mean, Harold, the, the reality. Harold, you got to understand the reality is you might do that, but, but it's a lot of dudes that think that way. It's just like, well, I don't know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, personally, you're confident. You might have yeah. a movie confidence, but everybody don't got that joint. And yeah. like I said, them as a franchise, we haven't been <laughs> the best franchise, to say the least. So, you know, for them to feel, I'm just telling you where they're coming from. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just telling you the reports that I read as, as far as that they did want those too, that they do have them, um, you know, like on their list, but they, they feel like that their chances to get them are, are less than, you know, the, the other three, are, I guess, are their, their next three candidates. And so that's kind of why they, you know, settling, talking basically. about those names more. Yeah, hmm? They're going to settle basically in a sense. I mean, essentially, I mean, you can, cause they can't get them. They, well, they don't believe they can. Yeah, you can't hire throw. somebody. You can't hire somebody who doesn't want to be out of your. I'm gonna throw my coke cup at that Batman back his head. I'm gonna at least out of wood seats and yeah. just throw my popcorn on this Batman. They got the band Chili Bowl. You know, Thibodeau look like a thick dude. He might like some bands. Get him some bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do something. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> Take him to the trade with. Oh no! Take. <laughs> Take him. <on. laughs> Take him down to DC Armory or something. Hey, yo, what's over here? Take him back to the icebox or something. Take him to DC Armory. Take him to Y'all got, y'all got, you got, you, you got to take him, you got to take him to some of them, them, them uh, restaurants, them politicians eat at, though. Some places that he, he might want to be in. Show him that view on Oxy Hill or something. He probably love that. Yeah, no, gotta do something, dog. Take him to Officer Mall, get him some snickerdoodles. And just, <laughs> he, trust me, young, he gonna want to come back, though. You gotta at least try, though. You gotta at least try. You gotta man. try, and dog. He says, you gotta no, that's try, one thing, but I hear what you're saying, though, Jeff. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, but I think they need to at least make the best effort. So if they, if he didn't want to come there, then it's his decision not wanting to come there, as opposed to you not 
even trying to get yeah because 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 that could be like oh them bamas ain't want me like you right. know what i'm saying opposed yeah. to you just at least throwing your hand out there and be like look man come rock with us well, it's like the, like i think hey man like i look, said i agree, like i said i agree with y'all i'm just telling you the reports no no you're right it's like the last day of school yeah. remember the last day of school when a younger come to you be like i liked you like why you wait till the end of the day i ain't gonna see you no more <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> Yeah, you don't want that to happen. At least show the interest. Then maybe, you know, it might be something mutual there, but you just don't know until your child. But I, I hear what you're saying, though. I, I definitely understand. Yeah. And another thing, these leaks aren't accidental. This is something contrived by the organization. So that's my biggest issue with the names released. It's like, it's one thing if you expect to get those guys, but when you release those names to gauge how the fans are going to react, which is what they do and what they did, I want to hear some better names than that. If we end up with Scotty Brooks, you can come back and say, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, we tried to get so-and-so or whatever the case. Let's but go, champ! It just bothers me that these are the names that they made an effort to get out, so to speak. Let's go, champ! I mean, who, let me ask you this. What, not considering Thibodeau and, uh, and, and Mark Jackson, who are the next candidates? These nuts. Ha! <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Gotti, <laughs> Jeff Horner said, <laughs> "No, that I'm you not. I'm not. I'm not. Third one. I'm not, talk, talk, I'm, not talk, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about who the Wizards are considering. I'm asking y'all since y'all have a problem with, like I said, Dan Tony's been. He has been to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, who who was the oh, other one? Hornacek hasn't done anything. So I mean, he could be the one that you say, why he's no, like I said, Scotty they, Brooks has been to the West. I'm saying they have they have credentials." You know what I mean? Listen, like I said, listen, this, this, this is what I'm going to say about that. This is what I'm going to say about that. Tony, when he was with the Lakers, what happened? I mean, injuries happened, for one. Oh, you know. Right. I mean, they, they, the team didn't come together how they thought it was. I mean, like I said, Tony's won a lot of games. He, like, we all know it's hard to win championships. The one chance where I think that they would have won it was the time when uh, Amari Stoudemire got suspended when Nash caught that that forearm shiver from Horry, like they they were put they were poised to win that series, but of course that changed the whole series around. So, um, but other than that, yeah, that was the close. They probably, like I said, they probably would have won it that year. But I mean, but he won a lot of games though. As a minute ago, I mean, I mean it was. Like I said, that's why I'm asking y'all outside of those candidates since y'all have a problem with you know. I would say Sam Cassell might be a good candidate, being that he was there in Washington, kind of knows the group. You know, coming back. So you don't. Like, so you don't mind. So you don't mind having a first-time coach. I don't. Nah, I mean, you at least you don't. At least you can see what they can do when you already know what the other coaches could. I mean, yeah, D'Antoni did go to the conference finals, but that was a long time ago with Phoenix. Those days are done. You know, those days are done pretty much. And you already know when he comes there, there's gonna be no defense whatsoever. He doesn't care about defense. That's not even a part of the playbook. It's going to be strictly offense, and the Wizards can't win games like that. So Can't win games like that. So you already know what D'Antoni brings to the table. I would rather bring somebody I in. Think Becky Hammond. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think if any of the Spurs... Nah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, though. <laughs> she, I mean, she might be good. You don't know. Nah, I would, too, dog. She won the chip on the little, little summer league, Joe. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, she did win that. And to be honest with you... 
now that Aaron say it, and I, I wouldn't even think about it, but I actually would take Becky Hammond over. I mean, now maybe two months into the season, I might be Kirkin again. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, what is you doing? Why'd you hire this young dog? But I, if it came down to like Dan Tony, Jeff Hornacek, or Scott Brooks. I, I might be open to it, though, because I, I mean, what what can what you got to lose, young? Yeah? I mean, but but you know, Ernie Grunfeld would not take a chance like that. No. He would not. He would not go that hard. Like, it was he, he career, do that. If you hire a woman, like the first woman head coach, that would add five years to the end of his career. Ernie Grunfeld. No way. They would have to. Nah, man. If she don't get it oh, that's done, like, that's like he, already, that's he like, already been here 14 years, Aaron. If she don't get it done, he would get fired. Like, how, how just because he hire a woman, no. he's going to be good. Come on, man. You don't know the world we live in today. If he hire a If she not getting it done, he's going to get fired, though. Collins, what's the, uh, the twin that used to play here like two years ago? Oh, Jason? Yeah, Jason. If he hire Jason uh, Collins or Becky Hammond, he's going to get an extra five years tacked on to the end of his career. Nah, nah, man. That's just silly talk. You know what I mean? You, 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 you gauging in silly talk now. No, I, 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 can't, I can't engage in that. Speaking of teams taking a risk, speaking of teams taking a risk, right? That's the St. Louis Rams took the risk of a lifetime. Actually, they just they just redid the whole RG three jump reverse, and they gave up uh, half of their life to acquire the first round pick from the Tennessee Titans. So on this, they gave up the, the first round pick, which is they had the 15 pick, then they gave up two second rounders and then a fourth rounder. And then third, for next year, third, or round. third rounder. Yeah. And then for next year, they gave up a first rounder and a third rounder to move up to the number one spot. And the Titans took that deal with a smile and moved back <laughs> to the 15th spot and now the Tennessee Titans are, I mean, uh, the St. Louis, or not the St. Louis, the LA Rams are poised to take that number one spot. And of course, the only reason you would do that is to get you a franchise quarterback. And so it is likely in the speculation that they just uh, fell in love with Carson Wentz and that's the quarterback they're gonna take. So what does this mean for the Browns? Actually, what I saw was they're in love with Jared Goff, not Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm certified and saying. If they do that. No, what? No. Gosh, no, yeah. no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no. If they pick Jared Goff. If they pick Jared Goff. You know what, though? You know what's crazy? He is from Cal. He is from Cal. And they, you know, they're going to L.A., hometown boy. So that, that wouldn't yeah. be surprising. Damn, you crazy. That's right, I'm crazy. Let's go, champ! Yeah, that was Jeff Fisher's career right there. Rap City in the face. It's over. Yeah. Don't that would be but the this young Jeff time. Fisher, that'd be the worst. Oh, first of all, this jump would go down in history <laughs> as the worst trade ever. This jump will eclipse the RG3 jump. Which I didn't think, which I didn't, didn't think that was going to ever get eclipsed because I was like, young, we about to be the laughing stock forever. Yeah. Like, you know, when they do the little worst trades of all time, we always like, yeah, the Washington Redskins or like, you know what I'm saying? Worst, worst picks when we got uh, Albert Hansworth and stuff like that. This jump right here, if they go ahead and pick <laughs> Jerry Golf and this Bama is 
turns out to be Ryan Leaf part two, and they gave up all of that, it, 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 they won't be able to live it down, dog. That's they gave crazy. up so much, huh? So oh, much, so dog. They much. gave up a king drop, and you and you called it. D. You was like, they gonna have to give up a king's ransom to get that number one pick, and, and they surely did. they did, dog. They gave up their whole house. You know what they said? All the groceries, clothes, everything. <laughs> they said that they, uh, the Titans, nah, the Rams are the first team in NFL history to to move up from that spot to number one, as low as fifteen. No one has ever come up from that far away uh, to the number one spot. Typically, it's a team around like number five or something like that that moved to number one. But Oh, they, because you got to... You're like in the middle of the draft at 15. Because you, you have to give up everything, spot. dog. <laughs> you have to give your all, dog, to get to the to move that many spots. These Bamas essentially like, gave my, seven my thing is My thing is, though, like... It, it, it was apparent that no one else was really trading for that pick, or at least, I mean, it hasn't that's really not what been they reported said. Huh? That's not what they were saying. They were saying it was, they who? had several offers. The Titans, they didn't divulge who the teams were, but they said they had several offers for that. I mean, but nothing, I mean, no no reports of not even one single not team has leaked. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, they talked about wanting to move up, but they backed out earlier this week when they couldn't make it happen. And they okay. said the trade was actually done last night, but they didn't want to um, break yeah, the news on Kobe last night. Back on Kobe, yeah, yeah I heard that. Man, during last night. Anyways, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Just about about Jeff, Kobe scoring sixty on fifty shots. I mean, the, the thing is this: the Rams. I don't. To me, when you make a bold move like this, you in your mind you're thinking, all right, this is like the final cog to the squad that's gonna make us to take us to that next level. And to me, their roster is so full of holes. I, I don't understand why you would mortgage the future. This is similar to the RG3. This is similar to when Herschel Walker, when the Vikings gave up their whole draft ball for him back in 89. This is, these are the things Ricky you do. Yeah, the, Ricky Williams. You don't, you don't do these things. There's not going to be one player. Cause we talked about this uh, on Tuesday, how football is the, the ultimate team sport. And you... There's not going to be that one guy, not at this point in the Rams franchise, that's going to take them to the next level. You know, they there's no way that if they get Jared Goff, God forbid they don't get Jared Goff, but if they do get Jared Goff, they don't really have enough around him for, for him to be successful, in my opinion, because they gave up so much now that they can't even bring in young guys. The only picks they have after that first pick is number four and number six. You know what I'm saying? So you're, and then next year you have no. They players. have no receivers outside of the little five foot eight Bama. They got, they got uh, quick, they got quick Tavon Austin and uh, Kenny. Yeah, Gray. Tavon Austin's the only Bama that's real, like legit. Then they got, of course, they got a runner, Ty yeah, Gurley. They got Ty Gurley. Head. Trey Mason has got yeah. arrested for something, I think. So I don't know what's Dog, going they, like Young, these Bamas are all lunching. First of all, they're gonna be playing musical chairs with the QBs. It's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I mean, the Actually, rumor. The rumor was that Nick Foles was going to be out the door. So, I mean, maybe this is why they went ahead and made the trade. Oh, but this is the thing, though, D. After they lose 12 games this year, <laughs> next year they're going to really need a pick. Right. And they ain't going to have one. Not going to have it. Titans going to be licking their chops like, yeah, young, we just got Titans going And Titans going to be jive. So, they, Titans going to be 8-8. Eight eight. 
tennis. But let, uh, let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all this though: uh-huh. is, it, is it only really like offensive like weapons that that uh that the Rams are missing most as far as at this? No, they're position? missing both sides of the ball. Yeah. O-line. What, what are they? What are they missing on defense? Corners and safety. Right. Cause they just they just lost Janoris Jenkins to the Giants. Um, right. They franchised the other corner, but their safeties. I think they they re, did the Redskins resign when they when their safeties. I can't remember, but somebody picked my thing. It might have been Philadelphia. I know it's somebody in the NFC East. So they they're 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 struggling in the secondary. Laurinaitis is left. They let go Chris Long. Remember they like purged their roster. Um, and got rid of like some key guys that were there for a while, so they're all gone. They had a lot of free agents, so I don't. Their defense is going to struggle. Their offensive line is terrible. The only thing they have going for them is Gurley. He's the one bright spot they have on that roster. Tavon Austin is so small, it's kind of hard to find a spot for him. So I, I don't know, man. This 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 move is bold, and I think it's going to come back to bite them. Hey, big ups to the Titans. They got six picks now. In the top 100 picks in the in this year's draft, so they got they can make a lot of moves. They can trade these picks more and get some oh, more stuff. These Bamas are like young, and they came up, dog. Came they up. came up Christmas. Yeah. So what are the Browns yeah, they, gonna do, young? They just jumped in front of them and stole their quarterback. What are the Browns gonna do? You know what's funny? I keep reading that the Browns don't have any quarterback, despite them signing RG3. He would keep saying they need a quarterback. So people think whoever the, the Titans take, they're gonna take whoever's left. So whether that's Rince or Goff, and I, I think that's gonna be a mistake. They shouldn't do that. They should not go quarterback in this draft, in my opinion. I think there's gonna maybe be one really good quarterback and the rest maybe like good backups. And maybe why, I, I like Cardell. Why wouldn't they why why wouldn't they draft Tonsil if they need offensive line uh line help? That's what I'm saying. I think it should go Tunsil. That's the smart move in my opinion. Yeah, that's the smart move. But it, it's, it's the, the Browns. It ain't, it's it's like, not the splashy. It's not the splashy no, move, it's, man. It's not. See, owners, owners and GMs got to get over them splashy moves, man. Like, that's that's what, you know, like, that can potentially put your franchise behind the eight ball. You got you to got draft what you need and the best, the best players. Like so, like if that happens to be an offensive lineman, I know it's not sexy to draft an old lineman in, in the uh, you know top five. But if that offensive lineman is there for 13 years and uh, you know all pro seven times, I mean you the job was done. Like you did your job. So like everybody, I think that's kind of what it is, man. And it's just unfortunate. Obviously, the Redskins, our history, particularly in free agents, you know. Uh, has been to go that splashy record. So uh, hopefully, hopefully the Browns don't make that make that wrong pick. But I'm gonna tell you what the Browns could do. See, the Browns just saw the Titans get a racket picks right for the number one spot. So they're gonna they're gonna draft whoever they're gonna draft, whether that's Wentz or Golf. If if Wentz comes off and somebody really loves Golf, they may get a similar trade for their second pick because they're sitting right there at number two and they don't necessarily need a quarterback. So they can come up top two in the end if if someone really loves the other quarterback that's left over. You yeah, like so. Let's say let's say like they do. Let's say the the uh, Rams do do a dummy and pick golf, and then once it's still there. Oh, now I mean, at that at that point, I mean the Browns would probably want want Wentz and pick him, but 
if it's let's say it's the other way around and and they pick Wentz and then golf is there but some other team wants golf i mean you're still gonna get a, a nice you might get some picks but you're not gonna get with that number one pick guy you know you're not it getting depends. six picks nah. it depends nah, not with the number one not with the number one guy though no he, but shoot the giants the giants did it well they well eli they go number one though so you're right yeah <laughs> Yeah, for that number two, it's not gonna really not not the same type of you know package. Yeah, you you might you might get a a first, a second, and maybe a, a second next year or that's that's a come up next year for the Browns. They need it. That is a come up for the Browns, but but they like you also need to add a superstar player to your roster because right now your squad is lacking superstars. So ah. Paul Browns, we we we, we talked that jump. We was like, "Young, what if somebody just go hard body and just jump the Browns to get the first pick?" And then, sure. I mean, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, they could eat. Say, like Philly traded up to to number two to get like golf. They can just then they'll just be at number eight, so they'll still be in the top ten and still get a quality player at number ten. If they need an offensive lineman, they can go Ronnie Stanley from Notre Dame easily. If they can't, you know, since they want to get Tunsil. I mean, that would be the way to go. I mean, you can still get talent if you're in that top 10 because typically this is a rarity to have someone in number 15 trade up to number one. It's typically someone right. within that top 10. So you'll still have a top 10 pick for the Browns to trade down and maybe get another number one or another number two. They need it. That, that roster is terrible right now. It's terrible. So I would definitely get out of that, out of that spot. Who 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 is uh who would you say is the second best player uh outside of uh um Hayden on on the Browns? Oh, out of out of Joe Hayden? Yeah, besides uh, Joe Hayden, who oh, would you say is the Joe second Hayden. best player? Yeah, yeah, he's clearly the best player on the team. Like who would you say is the second best player? Nobody knows. Who? Joe Thomas. You say Joe Thomas. Thomas? Yeah, Joe, Joe Thomas. Yeah, Joe Thomas is. Dang, yeah, that's if he. Yeah, if he if he's still number two and he been in the league all. I mean, been in the uh, the league yeah all these years. Then yeah, that's, that's bad. yeah that's a problem. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> need to go grocery shopping. Yeah. They need to go grocery shopping because right now all they got in the refrigerator is an apple and a, a bottle of water. Knows. They 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 eating like a model out here right yeah. now. They got some models out. You know what we got oodles and noodles in the cabinet. You know? Yeah, dog. They always got no butter, no cheese, yeah. no bread. Just yeah, dog. Water, yeah. Ketchup. Oh man. Tomato soup. Ketchup. So, so, so y'all seen y'all seen Kobe take fifty shots and get sixty last night. <laughs> Dog, first of all, I never seen a Bama take. First of all, when they show the highlights, they just show all the mates. Young, this Bama missed a rack. He shot a 50 rack. times. What you, you going to do? You, you know you took too old, so look out. You. Yeah, he missed like 28 shots. 50. 50, dog. 50. I don't even go in the gym and play for three hours, pick up, and shoot the ball 50 times, dog. Like, where, where it ain't no nothing, dog. And they would just kept passing on the ball I mean, and then he had a little joke at the end it was talking about like yeah you know it was funny uh <laughs> like you know everybody always tell me like you know Kobe passed the ball but tonight they were just like we passing you the ball so just shoot it don't pass I was like what man shut up go sit down somewhere I'm just here old go, dog here we go dog 
Kobe, the thing about Kobe Bryant, I mean, I can't deny his his talent and, his, and how great he was, and he's definitely top five, like, all time. But the Bama completely is a carbon copy of Jordan. He is not. He's he, he, he not Bama is so self what do you call it? Yeah. Self-absorbed? No, so, that general was a narcissistic, self-absorbed no, <laughs> no, you know what, you know what it made me like Kobe last night? If the band would apologize to Shaq. If you'd apologize to Shaq Kobe. in front of all them people, I'd have been like, you know what, Kobe Young, you all right, dog. You a good dude. But this Bama just was like, yeah, young, thank y'all. You know, all these years been fun, jacking up all these shots, and uh, <laughs> you know. And just appreciate all the love and woo woo woo. Yeah, I'm like, dog, you stole money. You you, you ran a franchise this they last year. And half. To this Bama just got in the driver's seat and just played bumper cars with the whole franchise this last year and a half. <laughs> and <laughs> nobody's talking about that. And and I know, yeah, Kobe's great. Don't get it twisted. Bama could score. He was unreal. You know, the 72 point game. I mean, 82 point game and all that stuff. He made history and the. But yeah. This Bama didn't care about nobody but himself throughout the whole entire time, dog. The whole entire time. Yeah, that, that, I can't agree with that. Like he's, you don't? What do you well, mean? I, Who did he care about? Nah. You talking he about, about this last season? This last season? No, I'm talking know. about his whole his career. career. His career. Who did he care about? The only, only players only players he cared enough. about was... The only players he cared about was Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom. That's it. He didn't I, care I, I, about Paul Gasol. He ratted he him did out because he fought to keep him. Yeah, but he fought to keep him on the team at one point, so he did care he at some point. I mean, he might have known what it meant for him to lose him, but he did care at some point. It might have had something behind Listen, listen, Shaq. He only cared because he needed them to win. That's the only reason. Like I said, it might have had a selfish motive, but he still had the heat. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He didn't care about nobody for real. Hey, the one thing I give Jordan over Kobe, because to me, I mean, if you look at the, the their games, it's a, it's so similar. It's ridiculous. But anyways, Jordan made the players around him better, period. Like, yeah. It, it, when you look at Kobe, he never elevated to play around his players like you had to have guys that were already great come to the team and just continue to be great Kobe never elevated a play of anybody at least from what I saw over his career in the NBA but you know granted you know he went out you know with his 60 37 years old still a great feat I almost felt like when I watched the game the Jazz kind of went you know allowed him to score that 60 in the, no, the Jazz, first of all the Jazz they them Bams was tripping at the end they was tripping because they had a 10-point lead with like two minutes left and then these Bama just went into turnover mode and they What'd just fell David into David Stern called down and said no uh, they just they just fell into like it's like they fell into the whole moment like they were like young yeah, Kobe's gonna bring them back and we're gonna like be a part of history type general I don't know young I don't know but it just looked all the Bamas had to do was just hold the ball out. Like, <laughs> like dribble 30 seconds and just go to the rack and get fouled or something like that. These Bamas just turning the ball over, doing dumb stuff. Like, and then granted, Kobe did put on the show at the end because he started hitting like, you know, his his classic Kobe shots, you know, the un, the improbable jumps. But still, I'm like, they could have shut all that down. They could have shut all that down. But I guess they, they figured they would out of the playoffs anyway. Um, Cause they need the Rockets to lose, so they were just like, whatever, we don't care. Right. But that's that's I mean, it, man. Kobe legacy done. In all honesty, though, would would Kobe's career end any other way than 
a game like that? Would you expect it? Like, if he went out there and put up 10 points and four assists instead of the points he put up, would you... Everybody would be questioning so, how he went out so, like that. So, it, so this, is the, this is the thing. This is the only question that I have, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not dumb and I'm not stupid, so I don't like just take everything that this Batman went out and scored sixty points last night, right? But throughout the year, because they had a losing record, this Batman was sitting on the sideline with the, with his knees wrapped up with the ice packs, shoulder joint to shoulder. He play five minutes and come out the game and stuff like that. Then his last game, this Batman play thirty eight minutes or so out here and scored sixty points. So to me, what that says is the Batman didn't care about this season. He wasn't trying to win no games, and it was all about himself, though. But he I didn't develop none of these players. He didn't try if, to develop none of these players no, to make them better. None of that. What if your boss told you, I'm going to give you a full salary, but all you got to do is come into work once a week, and that's it. You're not going to do it? The hair and child works for <laughs> and all you gotta do when you come into the job is work like an hour and then you get to chill and just man everybody would do no, that but, but, but this is the thing though I'm not gonna come in and jump and fake like I'm doing work though that's what I'm trying to say like if I'm gonna do the Aaron Childs the Aaron Childs work schedule I'm gonna come I'm gonna come to work I'm gonna be they babies gonna see me sipping coffee looking at YouTube Watching Netflix and everything, I'm like, I ain't gonna do no work. I'm like, nah, I don't do no work. I don't gotta do no work, dog. I've been doing work for 15 years. I got to this point. I don't gotta do no more work. That's what but I'm not did. gonna come in. That's what That's he exactly know. This what Bama, he did. Until last night, this Bama came in and scored with the work. Scored 60. He came in. He came, but he came in. He celebrated with everybody. Signed autographs. Um, posed for pictures. Had speeches had press conferences everywhere he went. That's exactly what you just described. That's all right. he did this season. It was, a, it was a parade for him, and he knew that. I think last night he went out with a bang. He put it all out there because he knew he didn't have to get up tomorrow and do it again. So yeah. use the last bit of energy I got. Do it now. I know I ain't got to do it again, so I can deal with the pain tomorrow and the rest of my life because I'll heal from it now. I ain't got to go through the rigors of the schedule again. Right. That's exactly what he did. So, I mean, the thing is, as much as you may hate Kobe, one thing I, I, I have to admire about him is he had no qualms of being the villain. Some people don't like to accept that, but he accepted that role real well. I give him props for that, man. He didn't care. A lot of people He's don't. the last of a dying breed, dog. All, all yeah. the complaining we do, all the complaining we do about everybody being too buddy-buddy and being too friendly, yeah, it's he's gone. the antithesis of that, and he's the right. last one. That's it. So you got to respect that. Yeah. After him, it's the AAU league now. Everybody's friends. Everybody want to play with each other. Everybody nah, want right. to be on the same superstar team. So right. I, I do respect lost, that about we Kobe. We lost a piece yeah. of legacy. Yeah, we black mama dog, yeah. black mama young. The Batman was a killer on the court, young, no doubt. He was he. he that's one thing. If he smelled blood, he was going for your juggler, and I appreciate that. And you know, especially being an avid sports fan. He ain't never like play with the team or like go out that jump be playing soft. Like he went to work. He tried to like like score eighty two on you every night if he could. So man, gonna miss you, bro. Um, Bama killed the Wizards a racket time. So, uh, but nonetheless, Steph Curry and them, of course. I mean, we knew this was gonna happen, um, but they broke the record. 73 wins, amazing. Nine losses. And now they have to get this shit or it all means nothing. 
It's like, nah, it still means something, but no, it just it, no, it, it really nah. doesn't. <laughs> it it, it, nah, they, it, they it means it was a waste of a season. Chip. That's it. Yeah, they need the chip, dog. They need the chip. Um, but uh, yeah, they mud hole with the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Curry came out hit like nine threes in the first quarter, or six six threes in the first quarter. My bad, I'm sicing. But you know he can hit nine in the quarter if he wants to. So, but uh, yeah, they got the record. They at the top of the hill right now, and playoffs are about to start, and we about to see what's good with that, because uh, they gotta win. They gotta win. Um, Cavs play tonight. Cavs yeah. on TV. Yeah, they play the Flyers. The Flyers. Yeah. Hey, if the if the, if the Cavs don't win the chip this year, what do, what do they got to do for it to be a successful season? Do they have to go to the finals, or can they lose in the second round? And be I mean, good? the team is the team is stacked. They should be going to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they yeah, they got to make it to the cup. If they'll make yeah, it to they the cup, at least make bus? it to the cup. I Man, I don't even care about making the cup. They got to win the whole thing. <laughs> like, oh dang, that's, that, that's we're, long, long, we're long. You talking past, about DC sports past, fans though? <laughs> Dog, they can't, I, mean, I'm yeah. just, I mean, I'm just telling you what they have to do. It's no different than, than, than the, um, you know, Golden State. They had the best record all year long. They, they were up there competing for. I don't think they ended up with the best all-time record, but you know, they mm-hmm. were up there going yeah, for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like for you know, it to be a successful season, they have to win it all. I mean, we've seen them do this before. So like them just getting to the finals, I mean that's that's cool and all, but like nah, we we need them to win it all. Like like you said, Washington sports teams are struggling. They've been one of the most consistent teams yeah, they in have. this area. Mm-hmm. Yet they can't do anything when they get to the playoffs. So yeah, they 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 have to win it all, man. The city needs it, and they need it. Yeah, they need, they, they definitely they definitely need to go out and whoop the flies tonight. They need to beat them eight zero a football score on them or something because I feel like a team like the Flyers if they get, if they get any kind of confidence plus they playing for their, their owner who died this year oh bruh any kind of little flame that fired they gonna it might be bad for the Caps might be bad so they need to go and mud hole like 8-0 and let them know that I don't care about your owner passing away you know rest in peace but we out here to mud hole you like they just gonna have to do that. Um, they can't lose one of these home games at all. They have to go two and zero in these first two yeah. home games. Um, yeah, I, so. I agree with that, man. Because the pressure's already there. So if they yeah. they lose Nobody one knows. of these, or that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm scared if the joint get close. If the joint is close and they go to like overtime, you get just log in a uh, L because they psyche gonna be messed <laughs> up because it's just gonna be like, young, we're back here again. We can't lose like. Once you start thinking about that, yeah. then you, you've already you've already lost. So they need to go out that jump. I mean, and, and do like the Bama Tom Poe in the movie Bloodsport when he was kicking the jump in the back and, and the, uh, shaking the wall. And he kept kicking the jump. Like, they need to just get their mind right, y'all. They need to get their hands in the glass before the jump. <laughs> With the hand wrap jumps on. You about to make me go back and watch that, dog? They need to be ready for they need to be ready for war. every Sunday too, yeah. They need to be ready for war. They don't need to be going out that jump, laughing and giggling. They need to put on the dark visors over over top of their helmets. Everything they need to wear the dark jerseys. Don't even wear the white clean jumps. Wear the dark jerseys. Go outside, put some mud on your jersey, and then go play hockey. Like you gotta be at, like the Mighty Ducks in the first the first Mighty Ducks jump at the end when they played the, the tough squad. And they, 
Mighty Ducks V. They need to be doing everything they can to get this W tonight, young. And tomorrow night and the night after that and get the <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers up out of here quick. Because I'm not giving them no passes, dog. We ain't even talking about the Caps. And if they lose tonight or or the, they lose the, one of these first two games, I ain't talking about it. We ain't we going to just skip the Caps. I'm telling you. Because I can't take it no back, more. Fall back. You want to stop talking back. about these diamonds all the We try to give you a chance. You, this what you do to us? This how you repay us? Black Sports 980, we try to talk about you, and then y'all go out there and catch L. Nah, man. With that said, that's our show. We ain't got nothing else. Like uh, next week, we got the uh, draft special. So uh, every everybody who's on here today will have uh, you'll each have five teams, and I sent out the list. Y'all each have five teams. You have to, you know, really just break down what players you would go after, and of course, I'll throw your team, you know. Uh, individual team in that list um, of, who, you know, naming a player that you will pick if you're in the draft position of the, of the team or whatever. And we'll, you know, we'll talk about these different players and stuff like that and get into it. So, anything else, real, man? LA Fitness real quick, tonight? Real quick, what? man. Uh, Percy Harvin retired. What? Yeah. 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 The migraines, young? He shut him down? Yep. Shut it down. 27 years I, up, and I think he needed to, yep. though. Yeah, he did. He did. Cause he he never was the same. When he left Minnesota, I just felt like he was just trying to reclaim himself. He just never that dynamic player. I don't know if he was afraid of like the contact or whatever, whatever. But yeah, those those head traumatic head injuries and stuff. Them Jones is, is dangerous. I'm gonna tell you who need to retire too, Chris Johnson. Cause you see how the Bama be shaking his wig like like the little Tourette wig shake jump, like you don't need to be taking a head. He's coming in the league doing that though. Huh? Yeah, he did come in the league doing that. Yeah, he definitely. But did, still, yeah. dog, that just yeah. yeah. You think it's got worse? Huh? I just don't think he need to be taking helmet to helmet contact, and I think that's another reason why he not the Chris Johnson of old because when he did get concussed or hit, the jump affected his game. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not mad at Percy Harvin, dog. I'm not mad at you, bro. Protect yourself. Yeah, another side note, George Call got fired, so it's official. Yeah, good. good. I mean, that's not a surprise. Now, what if the Wizards <laughs> yeah. got called him, gave him a call? Ooh, what I'd be next. Yo, I'd rip my shirt like Ho Hogan, dog. And just <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 I do it, dog. Oh, I man. Yeah, nah, Man, I, I think he done. I think he done. Yeah, he gotta be, dog. He got the sickness. Done. He was sick too. Young, just rest, relax, dog. Yeah, just rest. And relax. I can't remember the last time he had. The last time he had a good season, mellows and like cornrows in a, a yellow bandana, yellow headband in Denver. That's it. That's the last time he had a good season. Yeah, so. I don't want. Uh, I don't want nothing to do. Don't don't. Nah, was this plea? Don't you need call. to let it go. All right, man, follow us at Black Sports 980, BLK Sports 980, iTunes, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel?